They're called disaster movies. They're the movies where disasters happen. You know, I uh, started uh, several years ago with a movie called The Towering Inferno about a skyscraper that catches on fire and traps a number of the best actors in Hollywood on the upper floors. <laughs> that movie has now been done three and four times over again. There was um, The Poseidon Adventure. Again, where some of Hollywood's best uh, actors get trapped on a ship that turns upside down in a giant wave. Uh, there was a deep impact uh, about an asteroid that's going to hit the Earth. There was um, Armageddon about another asteroid that's going to hit the world. And how we have to come up with a plan to save everybody. You know, th there's a pattern to these movies. Uh, the, 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 something goes wrong, horribly, terribly wrong. The worst case scenario of an earthquake, of a volcano, of a skyscraper on fire. This is, you know, this is catastrophic. Everybody in the movie is going to die. But there's a plan, a crazy plan. Uh, there's one plan to uh, send a bunch of miners up to the asteroid and break the asteroid up with mining equipment. Sure, that'll work. But the plan is so crazy, it's the only plan we have, and you know this plan just might work. And so the rest of the movie is about everybody arguing about the plan. The rest of the movie is about the, uh, all the things that go wrong in the plan. And that just in the last second, right before the credits roll, the plan works. But what happens when your plan doesn't work? Have you been there? That's a hard moment, isn't it? When everything that you have thought about, everything you have planned, is in place, you've done what you thought you should do, you have worked as hard as you think you should have worked, and the plan doesn't work. That's a hard moment, isn't it, when the realization hits you that your plan, as good a plan as it might have been, isn't going to work. That's why John chapter 3 is so important. Because we meet another man who's just like us, who's worked hard, worked his plan, and just now realized that it's not going to work. John chapter 3, stand with me in honor of God's word. We pick up in the middle of the conversation of Jesus and Nicodemus. We're going to pick up with verse 14. Now, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God loved the world in this way, that he gave his one and only Son, that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. 
Anyone who believes in him is not condemned, but anyone who does not believe is already condemned because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. Now this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people love darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and avoids it so that his deeds will not be exposed. But anyone who lives by the truth comes to the light so that his works may be shown to be accomplished by God. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up so that everyone who believes may have eternal life. This is God's word for God's people. Hear it, believe it, and live. Let's pray together. As Nicodemus sought you so long ago, many of us here in this very room seek you now. Give us the answers that we too may know eternal life. And we pray this in your name. Amen. Ah, the familiar story of Nicodemus. Early in the Gospel of John, a religious leader by the name of Nicodemus, a good man. We have him mentioned a couple of times uh, in in the Gospel of John, and each time it is very favorable. Uh, When the religious leaders are turning on Jesus, he is the one who confronts the religious leaders and tells them it's not fair to condemn a man until you actually hear what he says. When Jesus is crucified, Joseph of Arimathea requests to have the body of Jesus, and it is Nicodemus who is there with Joseph and tends to the body of Jesus. So Nicodemus gets a fairly good uh, reputation throughout uh, the book of John. He's a good guy, and he's doing some good things. He has done everything that he was supposed to have done. You know the kind, don't you? The guy who always blew the curve in the test. Well, the teacher would tell you, well, I would add a few points to everybody's, but one of your students made 125 on the test. (laughs) Somebody's going to get a beating at recess. (laughs) He kept the law. He was faithful. He was obedient. He was recognized as a leader. And yet, when he watched Jesus, in the beginning of the conversation, he says to Jesus, everyone knows you have to have been sent from God because nobody could do the things that you do if they were not sent from God. We don't know how long Nicodemus had been watching Jesus. We don't know when he first saw him or when he first heard him. We don't know any of those stories. We just get the, uh, the, the feeling from the, from the conversation that Nicodemus has been paying attention. And what is it that Nicodemus saw? What he wanted. That's the life I want. That's the relationship with God I'm seeking. But I don't have what you have. I can't experience what you can experience. I can't do, Jesus, what you do. What's the difference between you and me? 
Jesus gives a famous answer. You must be born again. Born again. Now there is a phrase Baptists have just beat the tar out of. <laughs> we say it all the time, pound on it all the time, and not one of you can give me a decent explanation of what it means. Well, well, you know what it means, Mike. I love it when I ask a question and people say, you know. <laughs> Nicodemus is an older man. When he hears what Jesus is saying, he laughs at him. How in the world am I supposed to go back inside my mother and start all over again? How does that happen? Well, let's see if we can't break this thing down Alabama style. One, you're born in uh, a fallen condition. Theologians, theologians come, we, 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 are, we are children of the fall. We are born messed up. Okay, that's what the fall says. The fall says human beings are messed up. And we're messed up from the beginning. Uh, the first thing a child learns how to do is lie. Did you ever notice that? A baby cries, you come, something's wrong. Then they figure out if they cry, you come. So they cry when nothing's wrong. <laughs> it didn't take them a few weeks to learn that. We're so messed up that we literally cannot tell up from down right from wrong. Now, I don't have time to go person by person and have you stand up and tell me the time you thought you were really doing the right thing and it turned out all wrong. And I'm certainly not going to tell you my story when I have done that. And sadly, mine are plural, not just one when I was sure I was doing the right thing, and it ended up all wrong. Did you hear what Jesus said? Here's the test. Do you love light or do you love dark? Do you love the day or do you love the night? We have the Midas touch of failure. We have the Midas touch of sin. Give us anything, and we can turn it into the worst thing that's ever been created. Uh, the Internet. Um, the internet came on the scene. It was going to revolutionize education. It was going to revolutionize business. It was going to revolutionize, uh, revolutionize uh, science and research and bring the world together and change communication. And do you know what we did with it? We sell children on it. We watch billions by far it's not even close the highest use of the internet is for pornography that's what we did with one of the greatest things that's ever been invented on and on the list goes give us a chance and we'll find a way to mess it up that's what, we, that's where we start. That's what the Bible teaches us. And that's what we tell, that's what we remind ourselves every day that we're human. Nicodemus, 
you can't get to where you want to go from where you are. Now, there are some of you listening to me right now, and you think you're Nicodemus, but you're the one that's going to get it right. You work hard. You're in control of your life. You make your decisions. Your hard work is going to pay off. You're in control of your own destiny. Hear what Jesus said to Nicodemus. You cannot get to where Jesus is in your own strength, in your own power. It is not humanly possible. It is an awful moment when you realize you can't do it. disaster movie. You're not going to be able to escape from this uh, uh, building that's on fire. You're not going to be able to change the asteroid from hitting the earth. What are you going to do? God has a plan. Now, when you hear the plan, you're going to be like Nicodemus and go, what? But this plan is so crazy. This plan is so un thinkable that it just might work. What's the plan? One, God, and if God knows, you can't send somebody else to do what only you can do. So God comes himself. We wouldn't have been surprised if he had sent a prophet. We wouldn't have been surprised if he'd sent a representative. We wouldn't have been surprised if he sent a book. But that's not what he did. He came himself. He came himself and walked in our world, ate our food, understood what it was to be human, and understood how far humans are away from him, so much so that he paid, he paid for that debt. He paid for that canyon that separated us from God with his own life. But that's not where the story ends. That's where it begins. In the resurrection, Jesus says, if you will come to me, if you will ask, I will live inside of you and my spirit, and we'll start this thing all over again. Just like when Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. That's in Numbers 21. You did bring your Bible, did you? You should. I refer to it from time to time. <laughs> the children of Israel are leaving Egypt on their way to the promised land. Things are not going the way that they think they should. And they begin to whine, complain, God gets tired of it and sends a bunch of snakes into the camp. This is another episode where if Mike had been there, the next verse would have been, and Mike started running, and we haven't found him yet. Verse 8, then the Lord said to Moses, make a snake image and mount it on a pole. When anyone who's bitten looks at it, he will recover. So Moses made a bronze snake and mounted it on a pole. And whenever someone was bitten, they looked at that bronze snake and they were healed. Now let your imagination think about what was going on. 
husband gets bit. This serpent was in the middle of the camp. You could see it from everywhere. But if you were in the tent, you had to get outside the tent. If you were around the wrong side of the tent, somebody had to pull you in. Can you imagine uh, a husband being bitten and a wife trying to drag their husband so he could get a sightline of that uh, serpent, uh, a child being bitten, and, and, and uh, parents trying to get their child to see, to, glance, to glimpse that serpent so that they would recover. Can you imagine the horror of trying to get somebody to look at that? But all they had to do was look. All they had to do was see it, and they would recover. In the same way, Jesus tells Nicodemus, the Son of Man is going to be lifted up. That happened in the cross, and all you have to do is see that cross. And we can start over again. You can recover from being a mess. You can recover from being the fall. Now, I don't get it. I don't know how the mystery works. I just know this. Somehow Jesus comes inside and begins to rework the things that you want. Amen. He heals your desire. He changes the way that you think. Now, here's the hard thing. Everybody wants to be born full grown. You know, okay, I came to Jesus, I'm following Jesus, but I'm still making all these mistakes. Yes, all of us have a scar somewhere where we were learning to walk and we fell and we hit a coffee table. You learn to walk. What you learn to do when you learn to walk is postpone your falling. You take three or four steps, you fall, you get up, you take five or six steps, you fall, you get up, you take seven or eight steps, you fall. Same way, you got to learn to think again, to see again, to eat again, to walk again, to love again. And this time Jesus is teaching you each time, each part of the way. Amen. I know. You're thinking, Mike, that plan is crazy. One, if you were God, would that be the plan you'd come up with? You're the God who created all that is created. You're the God who created all the universe. And your plan is to step into history, is to step into time, and live as a human being. That's not the plan we would come up with, is it? Which is probably the first clue that it's a plan God did come up with. Because you and I would have never thought of it. So here's the plan. Christ came. Christ died for us. Christ now lives for us. I know. It is a crazy plan, but it's crazy enough that it just might work. Let's pray together. I wish there was time for me to go person to person. I wish there was a time 
that I could talk to you face to face. Because so many of us in this room are like Nicodemus, we think it is up to us. We think if we push harder, we think if we work faster, that we can get to where God is. You can't. That's why the good news is that God has come to us in Jesus Christ. Sooner or later, your plan will fail you. That's why Christ was sent to rescue us. Our friends are standing out at the table says, next step. There's pastors out there. There's counselors out there to help you understand who Jesus is and what he's done. I beg you, do not leave this place not having those answers for yourself. And if you're here and you're realizing, I can't do this. My plan's not working. Don't leave. Those counselors are waiting on you now. Perhaps it's time to come be part of Brentwood Baptist Church. We'd welcome you. You come. However the Lord is leading you, he's waiting for you where you are. The church will wait for you as you come. Lord Jesus, every life is now open in every heart. So we pray the choices we make now are exactly what you want.